Welcome, everybody, to episode five of the Seduction Show. This is a show about love, romance, and seduction. And uh, what we do mainly is focus on the eight keys that will um, get guys out of a rut, get past the sticking point, and have the most leverage for their success. One of those keys is really uh, talking to women, meeting new women, and the way we do that is focus on the, uh, the swerve by method. Um, I'm reminded of it as I'm here in Medellin, Colombia. I'm, uh, I've been here for a couple of months. And last weekend, I ran a swerve by event where I just went to the mall and talked to girls and really focusing on wordsmithing and fine tuning the way guys talk and meet women with all kinds of exercises. And I was reminded of how great of a practice it is and how much uh, I can help you most by being in person, by meeting each other. You, you see what I do and I can help you correct the things that uh, you're doing and improving them. It was great. Just a, a great reminder for me and also for the guys that we're working with um, that in, in vivo, in person is the best way to teach. If that is not possible, well, first of all, I'll tell you, come and see me whenever you can. If you're really dedicated to improving the way you meet women, then the best way is to come and find me where I am. Um, failing that, if that is not possible, then online is a good second. And uh, But that requires one thing, and that is your um, implementation, you testing it out, you being dedicated and committed to implementing the things that uh, we talk about. Um, test them out, report back, get feedback, and improve on that. And today, today we have a very special guest, or who has been on the show, I believe it was episode two, and it was the start of us working together. We've now worked for one month, uh, and it's online, which means uh, we, we, uh, we talk with each other, and uh, okay, you sound much better, great. <laughs> And uh, uh, so we work together and we have daily interactions on Facebook and we have a Voxer group where we have instant uh, messaging, walkie-talkie style with each other. When you say, oh, I'm in front of this girl and I don't know what to do, should I do it? And then there's motivation, there's accountability, and there's also uh, life solutions to problems you may be running into and then we have a weekly call on sunday as well and in the weekly call we uh we bring the stories we and we give each other feedback it's a great way to work together and that's why i also wanted to bring um or uh, not to uh, showcase the strength of what we're doing of the group and, uh, and also the content but especially also because it will help me help guys like or and uh, and maybe you better just to know what it is that uh, he started doing differently this month, just to know what it is that uh, uh, were the main insights for him, that were the big lessons also for him. And then, so what we do today is, is see what he did differently and he'll share uh, some of his fails, some of his victories <laughs> and see the growth uh, in, in one month. And then uh, at the end, we'll deal with the, the questions he's sitting in right now, which are completely different questions than a, than a month ago. So um, I'm introducing Orr, and uh, I want to say to everyone, he's a, he's a hero <laughs> because he's implementing. And that's, that's, what, that's the only thing that's needed from you, and, and, it's, uh, and, and, and it's not easy. And he's been doing it. He's been implementing um, the Swerve by Method and the missions and the feedback as much as he can. And the more he implements, the more I work with him. And he's, uh, <laughs> he's been very uh, big on that because we talk practically every day right now. How you been, Or? Hey, thank you, first of all, uh, for the words. Um, how am I doing? A bit uh, nervous right now, just like last time. Uh -huh. But uh, it's part of it, I guess. Uh, 
yeah, I would say I've been doing uh, quite good. Uh, in fact, just to put it in uh, the right context, I would say uh, I just had a very big exam in med school. And this was the biggest exam uh, in those all, all of those six years. And despite this stressful time of this exam, I would say this was the best time I had in those six years in my relations to myself and my relations to women. And, and seeing that in this stressful time and feeling that in this stressful time, uh, I think it says a lot. Uh -huh. Let's let's sketch for the people. Uh, let's sketch for the people like where you were at when we when we met. And what I remember is you had two girls, but you but in short, you were not having any results further than just meeting them. Is that correct? Yes, it's correct. Uh, I was uh, talking to women. Uh, on a daily basis and I it never I wouldn't say never but very very rarely I uh, I saw them again and, and not because they didn't enjoy my presence or mm -hmm. I would say uh, but I just didn't know what to do next or just the, I, I thought I wasn't I remember I thought I wasn't creating good connection with them and, and you were telling me, you told me this twice, actually, also on the seduction call where I was featured and also on calls between us, um, that it's not my connection because uh, in large, large parts of the stories I told you, we are holding hands, the woman and me. And I remember you were telling me, you are holding their hands on the first time you talked to them. What, what kind of a bigger connection do you want more? Mm -hmm. So... It wasn't the connection, which was a surprise for me. Uh, yeah. So what um, moved the needle then? Yeah, yeah what so, was it that? Uh, I found out uh, with your uh, guidance that, um, well, that's the whole point of the swerve by probably, but I was staying there for too long. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, staying in the interaction, maybe sometimes even let the, the initial spark die down. Mm -hmm. um, so that was one thing. And the second thing was the invitation via escalation, right? Mm -hmm. Escalation via invitation, sorry. Mm -hmm. I said that I'm a bit nervous. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, those, those, those points those points um tell us a little bit because that's great you know the the staying in too long it's certainly something that guys i see uh, do often because we think oh i have to be funny i have to create a better story i have to amp the volume i have to do all that there's so much to create here and so they stay in too long and i have often said that you know the seduction is in many ways the art of not fucking up the attraction that's already there you know and uh by talking more, I've, I've seldomly seen men create more attraction. What I have seen often <laughs> is that they fuck it up. They're, it's already, they're already connected. They're already, she already likes him. And then he keeps talking and she goes, what the fuck? You know, I wish he didn't do that. <laughs> and they lose the attraction that, that was initially there. You know? So that's, that's something you, you, so what did you do practically? You just stopped, more, you talked less or you, you went away? What happened? Mm, after, after or before? Right now in, in, in the past month, when you say I okay. learned to, yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so I would say I follow, I follow the, the swerve by, uh, how does it look in in practical? Um, so I show up, express my desire sometimes by uh, uh, swerving by, like really as I'm as I'm walking, I I, I share my desire or share my experience with her, mm -hmm. right? Right. Uh, and sometimes it's uh, it doesn't suit the 
conditions or the circumstances. So it's really like an old school proper approach. But in both, but in either, in both scenarios, I'm living first. I'm living first. Uh, sometimes I even saying like I was studying now for a long time, as I said initially. So I said I have to go back to study, and and I go. Um, nice. So you're the one who cuts the interaction short before it dies out, and that's yeah, something exactly. different than before. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's different. That's very different. I was staying there. I was staying there until she is okay. Mm -hmm. I have to go. Or, yeah. Right. It's huge, man. It's huge because I and and guys who read the swerve by they they know this, but I would say it's it's much better to come back than to just stay. You know, that's one of the premises of why leaving is so important. It's also it's like it's like good seduction is like fucking. You know, you go in and out, you go in and out. You just you don't stay there when you're just in there. You know, it's not fucking. And seduction is in many ways the same. You know, it's a a, a constant uh, going and coming back. Uh, what it does also, one of the advantages is that it leaves a woman constantly the space to love it or leave it, which means you, you constantly checking. You still like this? Okay, you're coming back. If, if she doesn't, you have that space there instead of what I see, what I think of the, the, a lot of the, the pickup material, which is, which is like, like bad marketing. It's just bombarding the woman the client, the prospect with, with the offer. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, you know? And there's very little contribution uh, from the woman on the other side. And my five-star clients when it comes to women are women that contribute to the seduction. I don't want to be the one who's, who's the dancing monkey and doing all the work, you know? I want the woman to be as excited as I am to talk with me. I want the woman to feel compelled to contribute as much as I do to the seduction. And then you have a kind of chemistry you know, instead of instead of doing a, a solo performance as a dance, you know, you re, when you have a woman who wants to dance with you and who contributes to the dance, you know, who participates and contributes, now you have a real seduction. And so since that is my fi five-star client, I look for that and I see it from, I do it from the first moment, which is the swerve by, which gives the woman a space to love it or leave it, you know, gives her a space to step into it and contribute to that. And so that's, this whole philosophy is behind this very practical thing of you being the one who is more prepared to leave than she is. You know, it's in the in the interaction, in the meeting, and I, I say the same thing in dating, and I say the same thing in the in relationships. So for you, that was a big a big insight. I remember this, you know. So yeah. And the what was the second one you said? Oh, okay. The second one was uh, that I didn't invite. I didn't invite, or as, as you said it to me, escalation via invitation. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was, uh, that was a, also a brand new concept. Actually, I think of one more thing that is a, a lesson for me. So maybe I'll talk about it after, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I didn't invite, and I was, uh, I'd say it like this. So when I started to implement leaving first and coming back or cutting it off before and not coming back, if it's just the condition not uh, suitable for coming back and inviting properly, um, things started to move for me. And I, I wasn't I wasn't aware I wasn't aware of those things because I was as I said before I was talking with women and, but I guess like you said those eight points or blind blind spots whatever so I wasn't aware of them uh, and the invitation it's so uh, natural you know it just I would like to see you. Um, I'm enjoying talking with you, whatever. Uh -huh. Would you like to see me again? And it's so simple when I think about it. Right. Uh, but it was... So the invitation uh, is an invitation into what? Like, because when I, when, when people hear invitation, I know they're thinking, oh, you, you got an 
invite them to that. And I, I like that you give the example you just gave. No? Yeah, I would say, I don't know if I have to, I would say it's invitation to meet each other again. Right, right. I think that's a great, and the way you said it is, is perfect. I always, I learned this from, from good marketing is that I don't lay out the offer until the woman has expressed all already desire, which means I look for interest uh, and, 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 and then I have her expressed desire and then the details of action come, you know, exchanging phone numbers or, or, or going for a coffee right away, whatever that action is. But you first ask for her, uh, are you interested? You know, and then by asking that question, she expresses it. And I've realized that once people express desire, you know, the, 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 the rest of it, the action, the specific action is details, is details. And people will almost never say, yes, I want to. And then not, not find a way to agree on the details of the where and when. Whereas before, if you would agree or if, if you would invite her, would you like to uh, come on a coffee? Would you, would you like to have a coffee with me on Saturday that day? And then uh, I can't then, you know, or whatever. And it's much harder. No, I'll say it this way. It's much easier to agree and express desire to, would you like to see me again? than it is to agree right there and then on a, on a time and date. And so it's a very practical thing to guys listening. When you're inviting her, you can invite her to exactly what, what Or was saying. Would you like to see me again? And she expresses it. And then you take care of the details. It's a, for me, uh, the most smooth uh, and most successful way of, of inviting a woman. So great question. Would you like to see me again? I like it. So this was something you didn't do before, or? Um, no, I didn't do before. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't aware that I'm not doing this before. Uh, and I remember talking with you um, about it on our very first call, and then we uh, we dove dove deeper into it, and you broke it down as you just said about the marketing world, and mm -hmm. uh, there are four four phases, right? You told me for the for setting up the all setting up the all invitation, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I'm starting doing that. And I think this is one thing that really uh, shifted. What started happening that, when you when you put the invitations out? What started happening? Yeah, so women responded. Well, women responded. Maybe sometimes to hear yes. Yeah, let's meet, meet up or sure, take my number. Or, or yeah, or even... Uh, they told me in some parts, uh, I'm not sure I have a boyfriend, whatever. And this, just putting the, the question there, um, just putting the question there allowed more space for her to say yes or no. And I could, I could uh, respond to that also. And eventually right. maybe see her or not also. <laughs> yeah, so... I that's great. I remember us two weeks in and you were lining up dates, which uh, if, if it happened before, not as many. You were like, fuck, I got three dates or four dates in a week. <laughs> fuck. I got, you know? Yeah, I had, um, yeah, I had one week with uh, three dates, three different women. Never happened. Never happened before. Never, never, ever happened before. Um, I had few more contacts, which nothing really moved on also with them, but also just coming to a point of exchanging a contact by, by inviting her. Uh, and then the next week also, I had three more dates. So I would say six dates in two weeks. It never, never happened. And, so cool. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I would say also, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I wanted to say more that it's not it's not uh, just the dates. Um, I mean, things are moving forward also in, in the dating. Mm -hmm. in, when I'm dating the women, uh, 
as you said there, new questions and new new results, new results for me also. And, and so we set up this goal. Where are you now? Like in terms of those, I, I'm, I'm sure you're going to get there, but like what, what's, what's beyond that? You get dates and then what? We're now four weeks in, where are you at? So, um, I, uh, we set up this goal, right, to have at least one new lover um, in my bed, in my life, before the end of this year. Yes. Uh, and I, I accomplished it. I accomplished it. Uh, this is still very bizarre for me, if I have to be very honest uh, with myself and with you. So this is still something I'm letting it in, uh, but I accomplished it. I accomplished it, and on the weekend I spent a very, very, very beautiful night with this uh, with this woman I met. Uh, so tell this her, is where I'm standing. Tell her, tell yeah. her how you met her. Walk us through it in these past weeks. What happened with her? How, where you met? What you did? What your invite so, was? What the dates were? And and so this woman, um, I, I'll say it. I don't know. I'm not. There, there is more than one woman, yeah. But the one that I care the most of, or it seems she's exciting me the most. I'll talk about her, of course. Um, mm -hmm. So I met her on a metro 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 station in the city and she was coming down the escalators and I was about to go up the escalators the other way and and I approached her right so I expressed my desire and that's it we changed contacts and she told me actually that she's seeing someone uh, but anyway, we changed contacts and we met up. Uh, one, one step back. How did you, what did you say? You expressed desire? What did you say? Like, just make it more vivid. Uh, so how did the approach went down? Is that the question? Yeah, uh, what, did, what did you say? Like more of the, the wording and the, what happened there? So I saw her coming down and I was like thinking, who is she? Because she was very, very beautiful to me. And I got so pictures. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. <laughs> so I I turned back and I approached him. Yeah, and I don't remember what I said. To be honest, I think it was "You are so damn cute" or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I called it out. I do remember, I do remember that I called it out. That I feel like it it, it is awkward for some reason. So she told me, no, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Ah, I remember. I told her, yeah, you are so damn cute. And then she uh, tells me right on the spot, you are cute too. And then I said, I was thinking, okay, so she likes me at least a bit. So, and then I, and I, and, then I, and I felt it's awkward. I didn't know why. So I told her, I don't know why, but it feels awkward to me. And she told me, no, no, it's not awkward. I, I, uh, I still don't speak uh, very well English, which by the way, her English improved massively in those three days. Um, so just to set the stage, you're in Budapest, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'm in Budapest. And you're not you're not speaking Hungarian because you're I'm not you're from speaking Israel. Hungarian. I'm not Hungarian, yeah, I'm Israeli. So I do know some Hungarian, which actually adds some <laughs> hints of flirtatious and cuteness from my side. Uh -huh. But uh I I don't speak Hungarian, no. Right. So you so exchange the huge okay. She tells me, no, it's not awkward. I just don't speak very good English. I do remember she said twice that I am cute. And 
I told her, I don't remember exactly, but I was leaving before. Yeah, I was leaving. And I told her that, uh, yeah, I think I told her the same thing, that I'd be happy to see her again, and if she would like that. And she told me that she has a boyfriend, or later I found out that they recently uh, broke up. Um, which she meant that she just, never mind, like, Again, that was her English. Um, yeah, when cha we changed contacts and uh, it moved to texting. Uh, one more thing that I learned is to keep the texting uh, more like moving forward, setting up the date and not just writing shit to her back and forth. I remember us going back and forth with the texting too, you know. Because that's what I love this too. It's really like the, the whole philosophy of seduction. You can see it in, in a couple of texts. And I love applying the whole idea to, to something as, as, as practical as what to text next. You know, so that's great. And then, so you set up a date? Yeah, so we set up a date. Uh, I told her where to meet me. Uh, she came a few minutes earlier, actually which I really liked. Uh, she wasn't late. And we met there on the place. We agreed. The date was uh, the date was a lot of fun. And also I learned how to uh, how to spice up the dates more um, in terms in terms of talking, talking about sex about dirty words uh, or trusting trusting my feeling that something in my body um, signals me to touch yes. her uh, and trust trust that 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 urge in my body that comes up that's so great that's there are many ways we say it uh, the, the penis never lies for example but guys ask when should i kiss if and i say it, if you feel the urge if you feel fuck i should be kissing her that's the right time because your body, your body has wisdom. It tells you the right time, you know, and that's the same thing. That's great. So you went on a date, you went on one date, two dates, three dates, three dates. Yes. Yeah. Uh... I don't know, should I tell about the dates? Yeah, sorry, I was muted. Yeah, how, how did you move from the dates? How did you go from dating to seeing her in a more intimate so, space? So on the second date, uh, logistics weren't uh, optimal for me because I had a guest uh, visiting in my, in my apartment. Um, but on the second date, it just felt very... Um, mutual mutual and natural for us to be together intimately um, and it was also explicit from both of us but also the feeling i remember clearly the feeling it was very intimate feeling and uh -huh. um, on the third date again we met up and i think it was I remember after the second date, you wrote us in the group and you said, well, I had a great date and uh, we didn't have, we didn't end up together, but it's going to happen. I'm sure, you know, and you said that with such a natural confidence and that's because you were trusting your body, you know, you, and you know, you know now. So that was great. And then a third date happened. And then what? <laughs> yeah. So the third date happened. Um, so we met up at this bar, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we started to get again more physical and, and we moved, we moved on. And I, I, I remember I whispered in her ear that uh, let's, let's get out of here. And I just, 
I want to be intimate with you and feel you in my arms. And yeah, so we just got out of there. Um, by the way, I think another point that I kept in mind is keep the venue close to where right. I live. Uh, so again, logistics. Um, Here for the guys listening, uh, this is a recommendation I would say to you two and to anyone is I would, I would, I would never make it that explicit. Even if it's so clear as she wants it, I would never, I would never say words like let's get intimate. I would never use that even though we know what we're, and there's something about an indirect overture that feels always more comfortable than to be blunt about things, you know, and it's not necessary. I mean, obviously it didn't really matter, but, uh, I know it's more of a masculine way to lay it out there. And, uh, and so you know what, what's going on. But I would never do it. I, I think there's other ways to know that she's ready for it. And uh, making it explicit is not necessary. In fact, in some points, she, guys can be too explicit, too blunt. And women will have to say no to bluntness, even if she likes you. And so just for people listening, uh, my advice, and for you too, or my advice is to never don't make it explicit don't when you when you're when you're on a car and you're you're driving home and she's next to you you know people say you want to come up for coffee everybody knows what it is you know right now it's netflix and chill i think and everybody knows what it is but it still feels more comfortable than you want to come over and get intimate you know and so it's something to to uh, understand and uh, that would be my recommendation for the future to fine tune that. Does that make sense? Yeah, certainly, certainly. So what happened from the? So you you went home and she she said instantly yes, and you, you took her to your place. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I was writing your words. Um, yeah, so we are in my place. Um, chilling a bit, I guess. I show her around. My dog is coming over. Yeah, we're making out. My dog is coming over again. I show her some stuff in my flat, making us drinks. And we found ourselves in the shower, having showered together it was beautiful. Um, and we moved to the bed after. Um, so this I shared with you before. Uh, I don't mind saying it, but I don't think it would be optimal for me to go deeper into it. Um, we didn't have uh, sex in terms of penetration. We did pretty much everything else. But uh, I think this is my next uh, victory would be to overcome some stress I have about it. Mm -hmm. um, I will say this, that although um, uh, we didn't fuck in the classic term, it was a beautiful night. Um, we, we both enjoyed it, I would say, emotionally and physically. And nice. It was just very beautiful, very beautiful. Uh, and she told me again, she told me again that she felt so good. Mm. She felt so good being with me. Uh, yeah. That's, that's great. Before yeah. we look into the future, you know, how we can... Because obviously you have new questions now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's to celebrate this victory, you know. I said it a month ago. This is the goal we're going for. Get one new lover. That doesn't mean just getting laid, you know. A lover, which means someone you, 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 could, you want to spend time with that likes you. You enjoy the company of. You enjoy being naked together. And so it happened just because you implemented it. Just because you implemented what I'm... What I'm proposing is not earth shattering or, or, you know, it's, it's, it's things that are basic, 
that I figured out along the way. And I'm convinced if anyone uh, applies it, tests it out, they will get the results. And so you did it. And consistently, every day, you know, going out there and, and showing up and then course correcting every time, you know, what's the next uh, obstacle? And then try to remove that and, and, and getting there. And so after a month, it's, it's, we get the victory, you know, and that's a testament to your implementation. So I, I just wanted to, to bring you on to stress that also to people, you know, when you implement, things will happen. A lot of guys think they're committed to doing this, but they, they figure out that or they find out that they're not really. But if you're willing to talk to just one woman a day, you know, you're literally sitting on a gold mine. You know, you could you can have anything you want if you're willing to do that. You know? And so, yeah, it's great you know, the, to work with someone like you is, is a, a big uh, reward for me you know, because I see it. It works. And I and I and I love seeing the change, you know, the transformations that you're going through. And we have it in the in the surf by KST the group. We have a couple of guys who are. Who are we're implementing. We have a couple of guys for whom it took a while to get into action, to get the, the car working, you know, but once you do, it's incredible what's possible in a very short amount of time. Uh, you said a couple of times over the past weeks, fuck, I never had that. I never had that. I can't believe it. It's still like, huh? <laughs> and so great. You, you really celebrate your victories. And that's what I want to do with you here right now. Also, before we, we, we go into like the, what the future holds. So looking back, what do you see? Is like, how does it make you feel to look back at these at this month of work and see uh, how far we've come? Mm. So as I said, I think I'm still uh, letting it in because for me, for me, it's a big thing. It's a big thing to meet uh, a woman in. In the metro station, yeah, like not even the street. And spending the night with her three days after this stuff I never happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm still I'm still letting it in. Uh, I uh, today I thought about it and I I shared it on the group. And, and you said now, I think you touched it briefly, that it's not about the getting laid or the sex or whatever. And for sure, it's it feels good. But I would say for me, it's more the... And you know, it's not even the sweet, sweet moments or memories or the feeling I have that I want to see her again and... And she would like to see me again, I know. It's not even about that, but it's just really setting a goal as as a man, as a man who expands and really achieving this. This is something that is, yes. I don't know what can say. This is very big for me, for real. This is very big for me. And, and I think this is also part of the reason that I'm still not uh, seeing it, seeing it fully. Mm -hmm. yeah it's huge man it's one of the three pillars of the way we work is one is your results matter you know like we do everything i do everything i can the group does everything they can to get you the result you need whatever that is if that's getting late fine you know if that's feeling comfortable approaching them great if it's finding someone you can marry great too you know but we agree on results and then we get them that's one two is that we work with a lot of honor which means we always set a context of honor, knowing why we do the things we do. You know, what is the stand you want to make in the face of, of everything you're facing? Because it's not going to be easy. You know, there's a huge mountain that's anxiety, that's fear, that's feeling not good enough, that's not having time, that's be whatever that is. You know, it's a huge mountain. And so as a man, you need to step into a space where you feel honor standing for something and that can pull you through all these hard times, face that mountain, overcome it, you know? And the third, the third one is leadership. And so I'm not, I didn't uh, uh, babysit you. I didn't hold your hand. You were the one who implemented and you were the one contacting me. You were the one reporting back. You were the one asking for uh, my attention and feedback, you know, and, uh, and, and you're the one who did all the work. You're the one who stepped into the space of, of a leader, you know, and, and, and going for what you wanted. And part of that is indeed setting a goal, 
you know, committing to it and then do everything in your power to get it. And then you get it or you don't. I'm convinced you will get it, you know, but it's because it's a, for me, the victory, it's a small, it's a small victory. I'm, I'm, I'm assured that you can get it. But even if you wouldn't, you know, if you don't get it, you know, you play hard, you go, it's like a, a soccer game. I played soccer before. You give 100% and then if you don't get it, that's okay too, you know. So that's part of, of real leadership and you really stepped into it and it's great, man. And uh, it's just the beginning, you know, the car is driving. It's maybe going a little faster than you expected. <laughs> like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but, you know, now you're on the ride. Now you're on the ride, you know, and, and it's it's great. And, and, and you could, you could, let go you can say where is this gonna go you could try to direct it it's it's a beautiful thing man you're riding a car now so yeah I, thank you thank you and and i want to um i want to uh, i want to address your second point um, and i feel like uh which was the honor honor thing, right? As a man and honoring myself, uh, even in the calls, we honor each other. Uh, and I feel like this is one thing that uh, really, I think it, this was always important for me in the terms of showing up with women and there was something more, there was something more than just talking with women. It's about what does it say about me? And, and I think after I started working with you, there was some sense of really it's this thing that I didn't know how to put this word on. It's this honor. And, and I started to look at it very differently. When I go and talk with some hot chick, like, is it really about just sharing my desire or or it's really about honoring myself as a man with my stand and with my word and, and yes, which is also my desire, but it's really about honoring my man, myself as a man. Uh, and it was, uh, I don't know, I just felt it's good to share it. That's great, man. Yeah. So, um, just if, if you want it, I'll say this, you know, just touching for the future, you know, and because I know a lot of guys have this, uh, have questions about this too, you know, is, uh, is the sexuality. And I say it very shortly because um, there are many books on this. There are many people talking about this. And, uh, but what I will say for you and for anyone listening is to really think of sexuality as just another way of being together. It's just enjoying each other's time together with clothes, without clothes, it is not, and I know a lot of men, I know I looked at it this way, is it, it is not a performance. I thought, you know, a huge weight fell off my shoulder once I realized, you know, it's not a performance. I'm just enjoying me, you know. And sometimes, sometimes you have an erection, sometimes you lose an erection, sometimes you come quickly, sometimes you don't come at all. Some, whatever it is, you know, it's just an experience of being together with this woman and it doesn't really, it's not that important. And it certainly is not a performance. That's the, the number one thing for me that I learned. The second thing is this, that I would, I would share whatever you think is an issue right now, you would share it with her. And you make it a project of both, you know. When I don't have an erection, you know, I'm not saying, fuck, I don't have an erection. I say, well, girl, come on. <laughs> you know, you have a role to play in this. You know, when I come early, same thing. Well, of course, look at you, you know, and it's a it's a matter of, of, of both of us now. And that's a great thing. It's not blaming, but it's saying, OK, we're on this 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 experience of sexuality together, this being naked together, this having orgasms or not together, this whatever it is, you know, is not me, you know, performing and you enjoying or whatever. It is really an experience that we have together now. What can we do? What can I do? What can you do? to make this a great experience, you know? And so when you look with those two perspectives at sexuality, for me, at least a whole lot of weight is fell off my shoulders. You know, it's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be rushed. It's not my sole responsibility. It's, you know, it's just another thing. It's, it's much closer to having coffee and having a great conversation uh, 
you know, it's much closer to that. There's more of a, a qualitative or a quantitative difference more than a, a qualitative. There's not a huge leap there for me. And I, I think that would help you. I think right? so too. <laughs> yeah. And you have time. Like Michael said, don't rush it. Don't rush it. There's no need, you know, you could even, you know, whatever. Because there's, there's deep, deeply ingrained beliefs there sometimes, you know, and uh, I see with, with yeah. a lot of men, you know, in, in many ways, the, the, the fears we have with women or, or all of our reservations and inability to express herself. Um, someone told me that it could all come from our, our, our performance anxiety. We're afraid that we're not going to be able to perform. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it, it, it may take a while and don't rush it. I also don't want to make it bigger than it is right now, you know, by, by just keep talking about it. It's a, enjoy it. And it's a, it's an important thing for you. And a lot of guys, I see it. And, uh, when I was doing the life, uh, swerving by here, don't take yourself too serious. It does, you, you we don't really, in the great, great scheme of things, we don't really matter. And that comes for me with a lot of like joy and fun and lightness because it doesn't really matter. And I'm not that important. <laughs> yes. Does that give you a way forward or? Um, yes. This question also that um, you told me yesterday, what what would I do if sex wasn't a performance? How would I act? Um, so it definitely uh, leads mm -hmm. me or opens opens a new path that I want to I want to explore next time. Yes, of course. Great, fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to your reports. I would love some videos if you can, please. <laughs> <laughs> But to anyone else listening, I wanted to showcase uh, or here a testament to, to when you implement, when you test out, things will happen for you. you know? And I love working with people like him. And that's why I brought him back on. If you remember him a couple of weeks ago. So that's in the span of those couple of weeks that we made this happen. If you want to listening or uh, if you're on Spotify, on Apple or on YouTube, you're listening to this and say, wow. I would like to be a case like that and I want to present my situation. You can do so. And if it's, if you present it well and your question is relevant, we can um, feature you on the seduction show here. There's a link with a form underneath this recording and you click the link and you tell us a little bit about yourself and you ask your question. And if you're selected, I'll work with you for free. Uh, so look out for that. If you're interested, if you want one-on-one, -on -one, coaching with me send me a message uh, if you want to belong to the um, swerve by case study group send me a message and uh, and i'll send you the details all right or i want to thank you and uh, this is just beginning the car is driving now is riding so uh hold on <laughs> try to steer it <laughs> and uh you'll see quickly enough you look back and you wow you know we've come a long way you already did and uh, there's more to come so here's to you sir talk to you soon yeah thank you all right everyone thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back two weeks from now for episode number five of the seduction show thank you very much talk later
Come alive. And the world's come alive. 